So today's podcast is going to be around reflection, which I think is, I said this before, I was just about to say it's one of my favorite topics, but I think I said that last time about dialogue, because that's what we talked about last time. And actually, I just realized we have not released that, have yeah. we? So we haven't really had any feedback on that. No. Because nobody has heard it. <laughs> no, that's right. That's <laughs> including, me. Including us. I'm behind on uh, the technology side of things. Um but we will release that as well, of course. Um, but reflection, do you want to do you want to kick off? Say a few things. Yeah. So um, I suppose the, the the link to learning, right? Reflection is an is a part of learning, um, and we've had a couple of episodes already on learning. The first, very first one, was on learning enemies, and we've also talked about setting intentions. So. Um, Setting intentions is something that you do before you go into an experience. Uh, reflection is what you do after an experience. That's how you could uh, look at it. So, um, so yeah, reflection. What is it? Um, what is it? It's a it's a process of going through in your mind what has happened. Uh, what happened in the experience, what went well, what didn't go so well, what did I learn, what are my insights, what realizations do I have, uh, what am I going to do with this? It's all those type of questions that you that you take with you when you reflect on something that has happened in your life, mm. right? Mm. So questions after an experience. And sometimes I think it helps to be more structured to perhaps do some writing. So, of course, you can just reflect by thinking. Um, I don't know if this or how personal this is. I, I think there is some you know, personal preferences to this, but I do think everybody benefits from doing some writing. Yeah, so um, I can't remember who said this. I think it was um, uh, Jordan Peterson. I think right. he said writing is a more sophisticated way of thinking. And I completely agree with that. Mm. So I often say to, you know, in one of the first meetings with clients, buy a notebook mm. and start writing. Start journaling, right? There's another term for it. Mm. Just write about experiences. So I think journaling in a way is a is a term that you could almost interchange with reflecting. Mm. So although journaling could be about other things and reflection, as you say, could be done in a different way than just writing, mm. I think reflection is often done through writing. Mm. But there are other ways to reflect. Yeah, so we, um, I mean, we can just talk about our last experience without going into the experience as such, but um, we came back from an experience this morning and we had a day on site when the experience was over, when we spent the whole day, I'd say, reflecting. Mm. The first um, part of reflection which was very much doing, you can say doing nothing, but it was actually a space for reflection mm. where we combined sharing our learnings and uh, observations and emotions and uh, content mm. together uh, in combination with being quite introverted, actually. Mm. So there's a couple of really important things, I think, in what you're saying. So one is the uh, the fact that Reflection can also happen in dialogue, so it doesn't have to be alone. You can do it with with um, 
one other person, or actually, in fact, you could do a reflection also in a smaller in a in a group. Uh, probably not too large, but um, reflection can be done in in dialogue. Um, then another thing you say is the space, the mm. space and time. I think this is really key. So we we can't rush this. Mm. We need to go slow with uh, reflection. That's my new favorite word. That's one <laughs> so, of my. This is so same. funny you mentioned that now. One of my, I think, major reflections from the experience this time was uh, slow, slow and soft. Actually, there's so, something as, uh, and it, it's almost a counteractivity to corporate world mm. in a way. Yeah, because we're we tend to always go speed up. It's pretty hard in terms of hard facts yeah. and hard deliveries. Yeah, so it's speed and hard and where you're saying you want to be some more slow and soft. Yeah. yeah. And that's just an example of a reflection you've had. Yeah, uh, that's very, yeah. Uh, it was very clear to me. Yeah. So the importance is to have the space and the time. So we, we were very, very lucky. Very, I'm very grateful that we had a whole day. Um, and we cycled and we walked and we talked and we thought and we decompressed and all that was a major reflection process interestingly one thing we didn't do was write it was too early I it was felt. too early right so the, the writing only came this morning on the plane yeah but one more thing before you go to the plane because we also had the physical space meaning we had access to uh, in this case nature hmm. that's not always possible yeah to me, that's an additional luxury mm. to spend reflection time in nature. Yeah. So it's important to choose your space and your time for reflection. Now, most times, so I, I think reflection, this sounds like it's something that it's, it's a very big thing that you can only, and that you only do after a big experience and you spend the whole day doing it. So I, I would say reflection is also something that we do for 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, over uh, over an espresso and we just take a little bit of time away from the activity of life and we spend some time thinking and writing about what has happened looking back one of the questions i sometimes open a coaching conversation with is what insights have you had since we last talked yeah so that's uh, in the moment quick reflection what has happened in the last couple of weeks since mm. we last spoke and I think that can happen also over dinner. So if you have dinner with somebody or you have mm. dinner with yourself, mm. just that question, what insights have I had today? Mm. Yeah. Very quick. It doesn't have to be very complicated. So part of reflection could also be, so we're talking about, so, you know, asking yourself questions about what has happened. It could also be that you go, you go through the insights and realizations in your reflection process and that you also do some action planning and follow-up planning. So what does this mean for what I'm going to do? afterwards so something has happened i reflect on it this way the insight is oh maybe i should do it differently when is my next opportunity to do something differently when is my next opportunity to practice some of that that i've been reflecting on so, so have you had a chance to do follow through that chain for any of the reflections from the last couple of days uh from inside to probably one okay yeah. do you want to do you want to share no i can't remember exactly which one that is um, oh, okay well, this, this says something about the process, though. So we started on a day, no writing, just sharing, just being with the insights. And then you said we got on the plane this morning and both of us separately started journaling. 
which is a process in itself. And then from the journaling, I'd say I would normally review my notes from time to time. And that's when I find my my actions. Sometimes I find them immediately, but sometimes they come afterwards. Yeah, exactly. So, and this is interesting. So the, how often do you reflect, would you say? I have two answers to that, I think. Mm. One is always. Mm. So I, I can probably do a little bit too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I actually stop myself from going back too, uh, too far mm. in my journals because I can almost end up dwelling on some of the past mm-hmm. learnings for too mm-hmm. long. Um, but at least I do it, if not daily, say five times a week in yeah. a structured way where I write because I, I like writing so that's not uh you know yeah. that's not very hard work so same here so I I would I would say I reflect about five times a week mm. uh, which is our 70 percent rule which you right, might have right. talked about right so we never would suggest to do anything daily because you know there's nothing so important you have to do it daily but five times a week is a nice way of saying daily I have one exception yeah brushing your teeth <laughs> okay, I have two exceptions. <laughs> now I was actually thinking of meditation. Meditation, yeah. For me, that's also five times a week. Okay. Anyway, we're, we're digressing. Yeah. But the, um, the, the, uh, the important here is that, that five times a week, that is sort of quite raw reflections. Writing, what has happened? Maybe coming, some insights come up. Then what I do, and I, I, I guess you have a similar process, but it's slightly different than from mine, is that I go twice a month. I go through all my reflection notes. And I come back to them and I then, through more writing, more insights come up. It's not that I start analyzing and deeply think about it. It's more like I read it, I write a bit more, something else might come up. I call that summary reflection. So I have Mm. my reflection five times a week and then twice a month I go through those reflections and I write a bit more. So my my process is I do that monthly. Mm. So at the end of a month, I go back for a full month. Uh, picking out the most important themes. And as I do that, I go back to the intentions that I set before going into that month. Sometimes you can see a pattern um, and sometimes it was something else. Um, But I suppose what I did here, uh, I think I told you. So this morning I went back to my intentions for the experience we went into, Mm. not really remembering, which sounds weird because it just happened. Mm. But then I could see the intentions were so closely linked to my reflections yeah. so something is obviously working in the subconscious Sub- yeah subconscious mind. and this is i think we talked about it is on the on the episode when we talked about intention but that's the great thing about intentions is that you write them down you forget about them especially it's a bit longer term they just work through your subconscious and somehow influence your experience mm. you don't have to think about it i think that's fascinating yeah. and then you look back at them and say wow how close was that to my intentions mm. So write them down, forget about them, and then... But I think one of my actions that did come out, I have one action so far coming out from this experience. Mm. And I think you have the same. So we probably share it because we did talk about it and mm. I wrote it as an action. That's to write to the host. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly my action uh, too. Yeah. yeah. Sharing some of the learnings that we had from the experience to almost like a gift. We know that this is what he... Knowing him, this is something he, he will probably yeah. appreciate to get some insights into other people's learnings mm. from ha- having hosted the event. Yeah. So um, you want to share a reflection to give an example of what well, reflections that, might be like? Uh, sure. I had, I was going to look at my, yeah, okay. So the one, um, 
where I said the intention was pretty similar to a reflection I had, which was um, I went into the experience with having an intention to hold space. Does that make sense when I say hold space? To me, it does. I know it does to you. (laughs) But the whole space is basically um, what I mean by that, because maybe we mean different things. But what I mean by that is um, to also be there for other people without leaving myself. Mm. So without stepping outside of what's true and authentic to me, hold the space. Mm. So again, that's being very present, being very aware of both what I give out and what I take in. Yeah. So it's essentially a, it's a, a facilitation term. It's what we do as facilitators with groups and, and, and as coaches with individuals. We provide a safe space for learning, I guess, and personal growth. Holding that space is uh, mm. what we're talking about here. So um, I did that mm. during the experience. Mm. Uh, and I felt the contact, the connection with myself. I was still in me. Mm. I did not give away something that wasn't there to give away. Mm. I just held the space and it felt really good. Mm. So that's one of the learnings. Yeah. The mo- So this is a learning that is... It's factual in a way, so I can talk about it from my mind, but it was also an emotional learning. Yeah. So you learn at different levels. Yeah. So it's programmed a little bit in my body, in my system. So um, the um, the reflection I'm going to read out, and I I must admit this is the type of stuff that I can only I am only disarticulate if I can write. This is very difficult to think, and Definitely not to talk. Uh, so I um, I wrote down how incredibly um, uh, important it is that um, um, to be connected in life. So and what I mean by connected, um, I mean that in a way so that the the energy in my in my whole body is aligned between my head, my heart, my gut. Um, that there's an alignment between the NEC centers. And that I, and these words I wrote down, um, when I'm connected, I show up as the purest form of my authentic self, confident, masculine, attractive, kind, compassionate, strong, articulate, heart-centered, intuitive, loving, and light. When I'm disconnected, I feel insecure, self-conscious, shy, Suspicious, judging, analytical, anxious, scared, fearful, disjointed, inarticulate, and small. Mm. So that's quite so that's quite a big realization for me that there is this two states that I can be in, in a way. So I really want to be connected, <laughs> as you can imagine. So okay, so this is interesting. We have not talked about this, but can you be disconnected without judging yourself? That's what, what I've been working on over the last 24 hours. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But what is the action then? If there is an action coming out of this, it's a realization, but is the there an realization, action? Realization, there was... No, I need to think about what the actions are, actually. Mm. Whether there are any actions are coming out of this. There's something about this accept self-acceptance, which you and I talked a lot about. Mm over the last couple of days, mm. is accepting and loving oneself and being kind 
to oneself. And if I am kind and loving to myself, I am loving and kind to others and accepting of others. Well, th- this is a really important point, I think, because when we do reflections and come out with learnings, to not judge the learnings in a way that we say, I'm never going to do that again. That was really stupid. Mm. Mm. To be kind of forgiving and curious about, okay, mm. that's what happened. Interesting. I yeah. wonder what happens if I do something else next time. Yeah. With lightness, with non-judgment, with self-acceptance, mm. looking back at the situation and not beating yourself up, but just being with that experience. Even if it's a negative experience, even if something that, you know, you did say, you said something stupid or you wish you hadn't done something, that you're kind with yourself, you reflect on it, and you just stay with that for a bit. Mm. And you let it sit there and you learn from it. And then it dissolves, mm. which is beautiful. Now, reflection can also be a lot less deep and meaningful. It could be, I've been in a meeting, um, you know, what went right? What didn't go right? Mm. There's that same sort of non-judgment and self-acceptance that's important. Um, and yeah, let me be very clear. Not every day I have reflections like this, right? So this is quite a big experience we've been through. And this is, a, I don't want it to sound like, you know, it's all very, it's always deep and meaningful. It doesn't have to be. I think a very practical learning, review, reflection I'm trying to think about who who does this. I know I have friends who does it at the dinner table with a family. So you come home and I mean, the normal thing is perhaps to talk about your day. But what if the question is, what did you learn today? Or what is your um, most positive experience of today? Or uh, I don't know what the other question could be. If you have children, for example, how you engage in a bit more reflective mood rather than just repeating everything you did from eight o'clock in the morning to five o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. Mm. I think that's pretty cool when you do that as a family. Mm. Yeah. So um, just a word on the differences between extroverts and introverts in this. Ah, okay. So yeah. Oh, I'm going to touch on this one. So we had the opportunity actually to meet up with everybody who we met during the last couple of days once more, just before traveling back. And we both felt that that was not an option, that we were too much in reflection mood from an introvert perspective. And I think if you have a preference for extroversion, you would probably really like that, to be in the group and to talk about everything. Whereas a preference for introversion is probably more likely to... um, Take it slower, a bit more solitude, one-on-one. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so uh, for for introverts, if they've been through an experience and there's like a group sharing, which you often find in sort of workshops and retreats, and yeah, we do it as well, right? I think we need to be quite uh, mindful and, and, uh, and conscious of the fact that for introverts, they need a bit of time to you know, marinate the <laughs> reflections before they can talk about it. Otherwise, it becomes almost inauthentic what they're going to say. It's going to be platitudes or it's going to be, um, they're going to say what, what they think the host might want to hear. Mm. Whereas extroverts find it quite easy to immediately talk about the mm. reflections on the experience because they reflect through talking, mm. whereas introverts reflect through thinking and writing. And perhaps 
in a dialogue with one other person that they trust completely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, um, I think um, we're 20 minutes. Does that mean we're wrapping up? Hmm. Probably. What do you want to say in wrap up? Well, Anything? actions, Rob, what can people do with this? That's the. Um... Well, number one hmm. buy a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> buy a notebook. Yeah. Now, some people prefer to do this on, on the laptop or in the mobile. Do you have any no, it's fine. experience around that? No, yeah. me neither. Whatever, so, whatever you know, people prefer. Right, I think. Yeah. Number two. Do it. So that means plan it, because otherwise you don't do it. Mm. So for for us, it's you know we had that great great advantage or um, opportunity to do this over a whole day yesterday, but that's very unusual. So it's generally sort of half an hour or, or so in the morning, or it might be in the evening. But you need to plan it in, otherwise it won't happen. Mm. In today's crazy chaos of life, you need to really find time to do this, probably in solitude. And the third thing I'd like to add is if, if you want something to get you started, pick one question mm. and, and keep that question and have that as your reflection question. And mm. that could be, what insights have I had today? Mm. What did I learn today? Or if you want to put a positive spin on it, you can have something, what successes did I have today? Mm. What, went well, what went well today? Yeah, yeah. Um, just another one on uh, incorporating this in work. So essentially reflection at work is just having a debrief meeting after a project or after a big meeting with a client or whatever you just sit down and on the way back you say well what went well what didn't go so well that's reflection too hmm. just debriefing together on a on an important event at work i think that's probably it so i think so too nice one nice one let's go back to our reflections Yes. Oh, yes. Our favorite activity. <laughs> this was part of the reflections. It the is dialogue. actually. Yeah. We're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Bye. Bye.